Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Sonos Speakers. With Sonos you can listen to the same song in every room of your house without running through your house trying to sync a bunch of iPods with each other. Don't do it. You'll be at it all day and never get them all running at the same time. Thank you for being here at the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. I got a lot to say. Um, come to the Woodward Theater in Cincinnati. Cincinnatian. Nope, that's a hotel. Cincinnati, Ohio, the Woodward Theater, 7.30 on Friday. Come out for a show called Smash Cut. The dudes, I'm going to be in it. The dudes from uh, Future Science are in it. Those dudes do some funny shit. So come out if you can, if you're in Cincinnati or like Dayton or Indianapolis or something like that. Come out. Today our guest is Travis Kempton. He's a homie from the way back. Known him forever. I, uh, I went through this story with him. I was there. I was in it. So I remembered some stuff. Man, this is good. This is a uh, tumultuous time. From a guy that didn't deserve the shit he got. Two shits in one intro. Let's do this with Travis Kempton. <laughs> affected your life will be good because the event is already a really great event and then how it affected your life is even better all right so the event um don't remember a date i don't remember a year even i don't even know what year it was but i was house sitting andrew hood's parents house are you a friend of yours no one knows andrew hood Yes, a friend of mine. I was house sitting a friend's house, uh, their parents, and while I was doing that, I got invited to a LAN party by Nick Deck. Um, video games. Video games. Yeah, Nick Deck, and he's our youth pastor. Um, he was like the youth group, one of the youth group leaders, and so I got invited to this LAN party, um, which is pretty close to the house that I'm house sitting. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. I have my computer with me. Yeah, you're in college. You're uh, like college age. Yeah, I'm college age. I have a okay. car. I yeah. can I can move around. Okay. Um, so I get invited to this land party. And it's pretty, um, I don't know, it's in the evening. We show up, play a bunch of games. Great time. No drinking. No, 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 you no. You haven't been drinking at all? No. Okay. No, I'm with, I mean, I'm not saying... <laughs> that a youth pastor doesn't drink, but no, we were not drinking. This was all just I'm good, just saying, clean. It's pertinent to the story that you were not drinking. Because <laughs> okay. when I first heard this, I thought you might have been drinking, so you had not been. No. Okay. Now, yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and I was old enough to drink. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what's funny about it. Yeah. No, I was just playing video games at this yeah. guy's house. Um. So it's late. Like we're playing till i don't know it's like midnight or past that and i gotta go back to the house that i'm house sitting um i can't spend the night there i can't crash there otherwise that'd be pointless why am i house sitting and getting paid yeah so i pack up start leaving um i have at the time a car with a lot of miles and a broken speedometer and I'm going along, and I've I've gotten pretty good at guessing my speed, but you know you're always a little nervous. So I'm on a road yeah. that's 35 miles an hour. My speedometer's broken. 
and I see a car pulling up behind me and I think, oh, this is a cop car because, you know, you you notice the lights, you see what the lights look like. Yeah, the Crown Vic lights, man. Yeah, you always like, know, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to pull off into a subdivision and chill for a sec, act like that's my place, and then pull back out and go. Right. <coughs> Seems gonna, legit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the first time I've done that. Right. But, you know, just getting, like, just being nervous and wanting to have a cop not on your tail. Yeah. Um, so Justin Hodrick, another friend, I pull into that subdivision mm-hmm. just to give you a frame of mind where I'm at. Right. You pull into another subdivision. Yeah, and I actually yeah. park in front of his house. So I sit there for like 30 seconds, not very long. And okay, I don't I want to correct you real quick. You should have sat there for 30 seconds. You told me you did not. You just went and you did a loop around the subdivision, pop back out. Cuz you were kind of lazy about it. <coughs> yeah. Okay, so I was probably in the whole, but I was in the subdivision probably at least 30 seconds. Okay, yeah, fair. But maybe I didn't park for that long yeah. i just know I, I went in front of justin's house right. maybe i just pulled in his driveway and left yeah okay yeah anyways yes i th- i should have spent way more time looking back way, even more than 30 seconds right i should have parked and just been like okay take let's a just nap dude yeah. take a nap yeah. right but i'm not drunk or anything you know like i haven't been drinking right it's you're just, just you're you're already just taking a precaution yeah i'm just like and it's a yeah. silly precaution like i'm the two houses are so close that I'm yeah. just like, this is so dumb. I should have just kept driving and got right. to his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you pull back out onto the road you were just on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, approximately 30 seconds later. Yeah. <coughs> uh, and I continue down the road, and within like 10 seconds, you go down this little hill and then up the other side of the hill, and there's a driveway. In that driveway is the cop. Do you see the cop when you pull up on that hill? I see the cop. He's sitting at the end of the driveway. Yeah. And I don't, it doesn't register right away. But as I'm passing, he turns, he turns back his headlights on because his headlights were off. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> he turns his headlights. And then it clicks to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. This guy knew I was pulling a move. And now uh, he's behind me again, and I just tried to lose him, and he knows that because he knows it's you know he knows the car that he was just behind. Yeah, he's waiting for you. He was waiting for me. Right. He was smart. Um, and we can touch back on that. Yeah. Um, later, but because he, I know how, I know why he did that. Because um, we thought you were drunk, didn't he? N- uh, maybe. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's why he thought I did it. Yeah. But he actually. I guess I can tell it yeah, now. Yeah, go for it. He ran my the plates that yeah. were in the on the car to see if the address matched that subdivision. Oh, he did. Yeah. So when I pulled off, this guy is like searching the plates. He doesn't live there. Why is he going there? I'm gonna pull over. Oh, okay. All right. Which I was, I was kind of impressed with. I was like, holy cow, this guy's smart. Yeah, you're doomed from the beginning, but man. at the yeah. same time, I was also annoyed because the plates didn't make sense at all in the city. Like, the plates were registered by my dad, and they were registered in Indianapolis. Right. So just like, this guy, it makes sense, and it was really, I guess, smart, but... 
yeah, at the same matter. time, I was mad. I'm mad that it worked. I was mad at the time that it worked. Right. Because... You have plenty of reason to be mad at the end of the story, so... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he pops out. Pops and out. And he starts falling behind, again. Yeah, just just turns his headlights on. He's not trying to pull me over. Right. Because I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Exactly. I've done nothing wrong. But you're definitely point. suspicious. Definitely suspicious. So I get to a stop sign right after... I need to go left, and the house is a mile left. Like, I go in, it takes me into Winona Lake, Indiana. The house is like right off of a road there. I'm so close. You're very, for the listeners, he is probably two minutes away, two or three minutes away from the home. From the house, yeah, from the house. He's house sitting, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I just thought, I think this is a Winona Lake cop, and if I go right, he'll stop following me after the golf course. There's a golf course to the right. You and think once like, you get out, out of, of his jurisdiction, yeah. like right. I know these like lines that they're not allowed to cross or something. Yeah. So I'm stupid. I'm just like thinking, like, what do I do? What do I do? Right. There's no, uh, what do they call it? Extradition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a different county. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not thinking straight. I'm not. I'm just no. so nervous now. Like, yeah, I, I'm shaking. Wait. Why are you shaking? We need to go over this real quick. Yeah. I was... Yeah. So... Why are you so nervous? With so, a cop behind you, because you have not done anything wrong. Yes. Yes. So, there's more than just the... Yeah, my speedometer being out. So, the other part of the story is... I have gotten two previous tickets within a year span. And in doing so, I was issued a letter by the state that I needed to attend driver safety. The letter was sent to an address that my dad was no longer staying at in Indianapolis. And I never received their letter. But I did get a call from someone that said they received this letter. And, and they told me over the phone, like, hey... I got this letter, has your name on it, all your information. You need to take driver's safety by this time or your license is suspended. Right, so you know. <coughs> okay, and was it past that time? And I am a procrastinator, like, through and through. And it was, yeah, it was, I don't know when the time was because I, I, I didn't have the letter. I just remember her saying, just do it. Yeah. Just, she probably just assumed, like, oh, this kid's going to do it right away. Right, he's a, like an any, adult. Yeah. Like any responsible young man yeah and which you were not which i was not and so i that is in the back of my mind the instant i see the cop the second time yeah that's that's what's flashing through oh my mind. the second time is when it clicks that you're like my license may be suspended yes the first time i was just i i mean i was kind of on edge i it would pop into my minds when i my mind when i saw police officers but yeah. i was just worried about the speedometer because right. i i don't know the Winona Lake cops are just, I don't know, they're notorious for pulling you over for going just a little bit over. Right, they're notoriously... Strict. Intense. Yeah. Intense, yeah. Unnecessarily. Yeah. They sicked a dog on a boy yeah. that was pulling Poor, prank. Yeah, he's got to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, this is your podcast, dude. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um. So... So now, you, instead of making the left... To go three minutes from the home that you're house-sitting, yeah. you make a right to get out of his jurisdiction, which is wrong. 
and isn't true. He can arrest you any place that he wants. Yes. So you go right, and now you're just driving off into the country. Yes. I'm driving off into the country and maintaining what I think is a good speed. Um, and we get to, we go past this golf course where I think, oh, he's not going to follow me beyond this. He does. There's a speed limit change there. It goes from, I think, 35 up to 55 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So it's a big, you know, jump, Mm -hmm. which is hard to make that jump when you don't have a speedometer. Right. You're ballparking it hard. Yeah. Yeah. And so I begin to accelerate and I'm just hoping I come close. Well, he flips his lights on right away, Um, like pretty soon after the speed change. Yeah. Because I'm going 10 under still. Like, I think, I'm feeling like I'm going fast enough, but in his mind, okay, I now have a reason to pull him over. He's acting suspicious, for one, because he tried to ditch me, and now he's going under the speed He's got his reason to pull you over, which he wanted to do for a while. Okay. Yeah. So. Pulls me over. Um, I'm wearing, I guess I should say this too, I'm wearing swimming trunks. I don't remember why. Yeah. But I'm wearing swimming trunks, and they don't have a back pocket. <coughs> and I, so I, I don't have my wallet in my back pocket. And, and that's a, that's a big part of the story because of what comes next. So, I'm thinking like, oh shoot, I don't have this. I'm, I'm terrible at knowing my registration is. Every time I've gotten pulled over, it's like a five minute search just to find that piece of paper. Yeah. Like I'm getting all frazzled looking for stuff and he comes up and I get this crazy idea that I don't have an ID. I can say whatever I want. Like I can, I can say I'm my brother if I want to. Wait, so he says license and registration. Yeah. He comes up to the car. When are you thinking I'm going to identify myself as a different person than me. Are you thinking this before he's walked up to the car? Um, because this is your bright idea. Yeah, before I think. How before soon did he you says, pull this out of your ass? Where you're like, I'm just gonna pretend to be my brother, who I look somewhat like. Yeah, so my brother's two years younger than me. We have yeah. this, we're like, we're yeah, we're on paper, we're pretty similar. Right. You look at us, you know the difference, but on paper, we're really similar. Um, I think, I don't know if it started, like, as he's following me, if I'm starting to think I'm going to get pulled over, but I I think what happened was, the instant I realized it didn't have things on me, it became an option. You, okay, you're like, I can, I I can do this. Yeah. All right, so what happens, man? Um, so I, I try to do it. You say... I am I'm Trey Kempton. What's your real name? My name is Travis Kempton. Yeah. Not Okay. Not Trey. Okay. It, it felt Oh man, saying that too was so weird. Just saying Trey did it Kempton. Have, my name is Trey Kempton. Were you all of a sudden did the reality of like, "Oh, I'm I'm uh stealing someone's identity and telling them telling a pol- officer of the law that I'm a different person than I am." Did the reality of like whoa, this has got to be a bigger crime than whatever the hell I just was guilty of. At no point did I think an arrest would could follow. 
Okay, so you're but still okay. The got instant it. I said it, I regretted it. Okay. Um, and I wasn't con- I didn't identity th- like I wasn't thinking identity theft. Like it's right. my brother. Like I don't know. I just it was like Trey. Like I know I'm not in. Infr- I didn't feel like I was infringing on his rights. You know. Yeah. Because he's my brother, and it, which you know, it still is a mean thing to do just towards him. Like yeah. You know, that's, but he's, it's he's your thing. brother, and it's okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, so we go through the process. I get some of the paperwork that I do have on me, such as, you know, license, or not the license, the registration of the vehicle, all that, proof of insurance. I don't think I have that either. Um, regardless, I give him all that stuff, and uh, he begins to walk back to his vehicle. As he's walking back to his vehicle, like I said, I regret the decision. He's like halfway there. Yeah. And I call him back to the car. I said, hey, wait a second. He comes back and, oh my gosh, this was, that was such a bad moment. So you call him back. <laughs> you haven't said, you haven't came clean yet. No, no, I tell him to come back to the car. Right. I'm like, hold, hold on a second. So he comes back. He's like, what? And I tell him, hey, my name's not actually Trey Kempton. It's Travis Kempton. Yeah. And he's he looks at me, you know, kind of confused and says, you lied to me? And I said, yes. And then he said, step out of the vehicle. So I did. What are you thinking at that point? Because like you said- I'm thinking you... I'm arrested. Oh, okay. So it- I knew. It, all right. Got That's, it. Once he told me to step out of the vehicle, I was like- Oh, I'm getting I, arrested right now? I could not. Like, it was such a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. I never saw myself ever getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, I'll I'll speak a little bit about it later. But I, you've been like super tight friend of mine for a long time. I was in your wedding. I know you really well, and you are one of the last people I would assume to get arrested. Yeah. So when I heard it, I was like, Travis Templeton? <laughs> no way. Templeton. Um, how did, um, maybe, anyway, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're getting out of the car and you're like, oh, I'm getting arrested. Yeah. I okay. can't even describe, I, don't, I haven't thought about it that much. That yeah. particular moment. I don't think about that often, but I can't describe to you how deep, like, oh, just such a sinking feeling. You what? Just you like, I'm like, going to, this is about to really suck. Yeah. For what reasons did you think it was going to suck? So, I don't know if they all came, like, I don't, I think just subconsciously, or I just knew how big getting arrested was going to be. I knew it was going to impact my life so much more than I could realize right then. Uh, I got it. And I I think I started panicking, like, thinking, like, I'm getting arrested, like, I'm not going to be able to find a job. Like, I don't know if I was running through a list yeah. of things, like, Just my like life is of fears. Yeah. yeah. All the fears coming together, all the things that this could potentially mean. Yeah. Okay, yep. got it. So, oh, gosh, that, yeah. He cuffs you. He cuffs me, uh, searches me. Does he Mirandize you? Miranda. Yeah, no. I don't think he did. Okay. I don't, I don't remember it. But he very well could have. Yeah. Um, then he takes me back to his car. Um, he's got... I, I. A lot of this is really blurry, by the way. Like, 
like I don't know just the whole thing when I get out of the car like I don't remember much until he calls another officer over because he's got a dog in the backseat of his car okay and it's just barking up a storm and it's like freaking me out yeah um and for a second he took me back to his car and I thought he was gonna put me in the car with the dog (laughs) but he didn't um and he transferred me to another car because I go to Kosciuszko County. Not there. I don't think there is a Winona like jail. Okay. Like there is not. So I'm transferred to a different car. Um, so you're t- in the back of the car. I get in the your back car of the is car. just sitting on the road. My car is sitting on the road. I'm leaving my car yeah. in a police car. Yeah, man, these are not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the guy in the car was like a younger dude. The guy that came and picked me up to take me to jail. He's yeah. like a younger dude. Much chiller. Oh, way chiller. And he, he was kind of acting buddy-buddy because, I don't know. Maybe he was good he cop. For, yeah, he's good cop. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, you know, why'd you get arrested? And I'm telling him that I lied to the police officer. I told him I was my brother, blah, blah, blah. And he like chuckled at it. He thought it was so stupid. Yeah, and you just got the wrong cop, man. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I don't know if he was laughing because he thought I got the wrong cop, or if he just he's thought just I was such an situation. idiot. Oh, he's laughing at you and like, your stupidity. Why the frick are you that dumb? Okay, you got know? it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, we get there. Oh my gosh, that ride lasted. Felt like it lasted a long time. Yeah, and you feel like every car you pass, like I don't know for some reason, I just felt like I just. I thought like everyone like knew I was in there like oh I see Travis you know yeah. and I was like I was starting to realize like everyone's gonna know that I got arrested and I'm gonna have to explain myself to so many different people and this is gonna suck and you know it's just all negative yeah um get there get checked in put me in the you know you take off your clothes and you put on these you know the onesie did you put on a onesie yeah even okay, so it wasn't like the drunk tank. <laughs> maybe I I don't know. I think maybe it's different than I don't know what the drunk tank looks like. I don't know what I was in. I was you in know a, what? No, I do I. In, I was in a holding cell. Okay, with yeah. other people. Yeah, which we we can get into that if we yeah, want. Yeah, sure. Um, but anyways, uh, get you know go through all the rigmarole. Those outfits. I do want to say this. Yeah, they are disgusting. Like, it's, are they washed? Uh, I don't maybe they didn't stink but they were like itchy wool that was kind of holy like there was holes in mine yeah and there were just pubes embedded in this thing yeah it was just so gross but you know i'm putting it on and i don't really care at the time but right. i do i do it does register how disgusting right. the thing is yeah but it's not the biggest problem <laughs> no, at the moment yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm not too concerned right oh i did oh, another funny st- part of this um when they were t- they take your picture um oh you have a mug shot i have a mug shot travis kempton has a mug shot my first mug shot is me smiling <laughs> but they told me i wasn't allowed to smile and i had to stop smiling <laughs> i they said we're gonna take your picture so instinctively i smile right and then they're like you can't smile <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah 
Okay, so they throw you in the holding cell yeah. with who's in that cell? At dude? the time, I think there's only one other guy. All it's right. Still early for the. Did you chill with him, or was he was trying to sleep? This whole thing is okay. concrete. Like, there's no like cot or anything. It's just all concrete. Right. There's a urinal, and a toilet, and a phone. Which they never explained how to use the phone. Yeah. Which I was like, when do I get my one call? You right. don't. You don't get one call. Like they don't tell you before you go in there that you get a call. Okay. It's just there's a phone in there that you you have to make a collect call or something. All right. Um, so what did you do? Uh, the first thing I did, I just, I went and I sat down and I was sweating. I just remember sweating and there was a door on the other side of the room that was led to the outside. Um, and I sat in front of there because there was a cool breeze coming through. Yeah. And I just like, it just started thinking. And... Were you thinking about? What are you thinking about, man? Uh, so once I get into the cell, the first thing I'm thinking about, and the majority of the time, I'm thinking about Sarah. Who's Sarah? Sarah's my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Um, and we'd been dating for a while. Um, so it was pretty serious. Uh, and I think I was, yeah, I was... I, in my mind, when when I started thinking about it, I thought we were done. Why? How did you think she was going to react to this? I thought so low of myself at the time. Like, again, because... Why did I you tell, think tell, of it as you... I feel like you made a mistake. Like, you were just irresponsible and you did something stupid. Yes, and... And everyone that, you know, I've ever told this story, it's just, yeah, like, you're just, you were just being an idiot. Yeah. But at the time, I think because I never thought I would ever get a, like, it was so foreign, the whole thing. You felt like scum because you've been treated like scum. Yeah. So, in your head, you think, I am scum. Look where I, where look where I am. I couldn't imagine this girl still wanting to be with me, looking at myself now. Yeah. And where I'm at. Yeah. With this dude next to me. So I was worried about that. I was worried about just telling her. Yeah. Um, and and she was the person I tried to call. Yeah. Um, I can't remember why, but... So I, I'm, like, thinking about all these things. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what my next step is. I'm So I try to call Sarah. She doesn't... I don't know if it rang and she didn't pick up the phone. It's It's getting late now. Yeah. Or what? But I know that I couldn't get a hold of her, and she's like the only one of the only numbers that I had memorized because I don't have my phone on me, right? Like, so I can't look at my contacts. So I don't know how to get a hold of people because they don't, you know. Once cell phones came out, I stopped memorizing numbers. Yeah, we all did, man. Yeah, and the only number that I could think of minus Sarah's was a childhood friend's because when you're a kid, you memorize your friends' numbers. Yeah. So I had that one number, mm-hmm. and I know that that's the number that I'm going to have to call, but I don't want to call it at 2 in the morning. Who'd you call? His name's Kyle Messmore. He was my best friend in like grade school. Okay, and you guys hadn't chilled in forever? No, yeah. We didn't, we didn't hang out anymore. Yeah, but that was the only number That you was knew. the number I knew, and okay. I knew he wasn't even there. It's just his family's house. Right. Um, but I knew that that was how I was going to get a hold of the outside world. Right, you know? someone that could help. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I spent, so I, I mean, total time I spent in there was 18 hours, and they brought in 
a lot. Like I think by the time um, I ended up leaving, there were six people brought in. Okay. And this one guy came in and he was super vocal. Like it went from being like a chill environment to like, okay, I guess we're all talking now. <laughs> You're like talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, like this we're guy's talking to people. Now. Yeah. What was his deal? Uh, I think he he had I don't remember. I Was there I any part would, of you that like embraced it and were like, you know what, these are my friends now? <laughs> no. Let's let's like get to know each other. I did I did participate in this banter though, in the conversation. Alright. Um so this guy the guys in there were interesting. Some guys just wanted to try to sleep because they were like just pissed drunk. Right. So I think it was maybe you're right. It was a what'd you call it, the drunk tank or something? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it was something that. Something like that. Um, but this guy's clearly not drunk. Um, he's talking about all the. They start talking about where they've been, like what jails they've been in, and what the best jail is, and and so they're talking about like their sentences. Not their first rodeo. No, these are jailbirds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was super. I. I, and I'm actually kind of grateful at the time I was I didn't realize it but it distracted me a whole lot um, because I, you know you I was so worried about everything and it gave me kind of a out to check out of all the negative thoughts oh, and so just you like, could, listen, like kind of escape from it and like just enjoy yeah. the interaction between these guys like I just I was able and I don't it's I think it's crazy to think about but I, yeah I was able just to like talk with these dudes just like have a good hang yeah and then the guy was i don't know i learned that you need to <laughs> i heard so much stupid what stuff. was it dude like, it was like, something gross like you don't want to say it. <laughs> just say it dude he was talking about how people don't know how to wash their buttholes properly and he taught us all how to do it you know he's just talking to us and he's saying you need to get in there with your fingers to get your you know around the rim of your butthole <laughs> and it was everyone like yeah you do no you ain't fooling no this guy's crazy so all right and no one else is like no but people do talk to him, him okay but that yeah dude didn't you tell me I, i'm you're I'll getting there that. yeah so then right. we start talking and they talk so yeah so they talk about jails um and they talk about their previous cellmates and then I feel like the next co- topic of conversation, which I knew it was going to go there, it was women. So yeah. talking about women and like, you know, who they just hooked up with, who they couldn't wait to get out to bang or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some guy, you know, I'm trying to participate in conversation. And so one guy's like, tell us about your honeys or something. I don't know. I got asked the question. I told him, actually, I'm a virgin. Yeah. And... I just remember them all just looking at me like I was insane. And then the one guy that was super vocal that's teaching us how to wash our buttholes, yeah. he just starts cracking up. Okay. He's just, just laughing hysterically at me. And so that's kind of when I, yeah. After that happened, I was I kind of checked out of the conversation because it was weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because you couldn't, yeah, they knew you couldn't relate. Yeah, they knew, they yeah. knew, they they knew now that I was not one of them. Dude, didn't you tell me someone gave you like a tip on like how to fuck a mayonnaise sandwich? Yeah, was that it? Not, I don't. What it was some guy saying like he never needed another woman because he figured he, he had sex with something. It was, and a I can't s- remember. 
I feel like it was a mayonnaise sandwich. No, it was, it was a roll pe- of toilet paper. It was like he taught, he showed you how to make a oh my gosh, out of a roll yes. of toilet paper, and he used like lotion or something. Yeah, to, no, but he was talking about in the holding cell. That's what, it, it was. what he did in prison. I believe is what he was talking before about. he could get to his woman. Yeah. I, there was so much weird stuff I heard in there. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I'll never forget that, man. All right, let's get out of this jail, man. Yeah. Who picks you up? Who do you get a hold of? How do you get out of there? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, enough with all those other people. Um, we, I call that number, um, my childhood friend. I called it like 20 times and left messages and... I see. I really. I just kept calling. I knew it was my only option. Finally, someone answered. It's like eight in the morning now. Yeah. And it's Kyle Messmore's sister. She still lives there. Mm-hmm. And I tell her the story really quick because I know it's a collect call. Um, I tell her she needs to go to the high school and get a hold of my mom. Right. And just tell her what that I'm in jail and she needs to come bail me out. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I hang up and I wait. And like I said, I was there for 18 hours. And I think, I don't know, by the time I got a hold of her, it had been about eight hours or something. Um, I'm there another like 10 hours just waiting, 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 waiting. Um, Finally, they call my name to go out. And oh my gosh, that, yeah, that was a, I, I got out and I hadn't cried at all um, in the cell. Yeah about it even though i knew i was you know like i was really scared yeah um but then once i got out i saw my mom and like she started crying and i started crying instantly and like she just came over and gave me a hug and we were just crying for a while when you see your mom cry i think if you're a good person you'll instinctively cry yeah yeah you're yeah you're connected that way i guess yeah something like that something like that but it happened to me i mean i think i i don't even, i think if she wouldn't have cried i was gonna cry anyway just because it was like relief I, or what yeah like yeah. i was so happy to be out of there like i was back in my clothes i could i don't know <laughs> it's so crazy how you never thought you would have been there do you yeah. know what i mean at yeah. the point where you're playing halo or whatever and then getting in your car the fact that you're gonna spend 18 hours in jail yeah 18 hours yeah oh my gosh dude it's insane yeah and then yeah and then getting out you know for you i had that slight moment of relief and then it just instantly goes back to dread dread what are you dreading because i don't know if sarah knows at this point in time still and I mean, I know a lot of people still probably don't, they don't know, like it's not like it was broadcasted. So I still know that one, I have to deal with this whole, you know, I got arrested. So I know there's repercussions with the law, Yeah. but then I still have so much to deal with Sarah and, you know, I have, I'm talking to my mom now, but I have to talk to my dad. Um, and then when I get out of jail, I start thinking about Sarah's parents too, a little more. Um, cause I, at first it was just more about Sarah and now it's Sarah's family. How are Okay. So you're like, you just have so much 
there's so much unknown about who's going to react to this thing. Yeah. And you're from like a super Christian-y conservative world. Yes. Where like daughter's boyfriends don't go to jail. Yes. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, with the, the group of friends that we hang out with is that way. You know, yeah. if someone, I know like, like we had a friend that got arrested and we, you know, it was like insane when, yeah. when Justin got arrested, we were just like, what? You're going to make me edit names. Sorry. I didn't say a last name. You didn't. I won't. I'm lazy. Okay. Yeah. No, it is insane. It, it, and it's that, cause, cause you're right. Like no one in our friend group, we were, I don't know. We all went to the same church and I don't know. Yeah. We had goody two shoes, I guess. Yeah. You're a good kid. Yeah. And so we get out. Um, my dad was super, I don't know. Where'd you, you, know, you know dad my dad? Dad. He had, so I, I had a text message from him yeah. when I turned my phone on and it said, oh, I wish I could remember it verbatim, but it's basically, I just want you to know, I love you. And I think that's pretty much it. Your dad, because your dad is a guy that's been through stuff. Yeah, yeah. And knows he's been at low points. Yeah. And he so knows he, what you need to hear at that point in time. Yeah, he doesn't, he knows I don't need a speech. Yeah. Um, and my mom didn't give me both of them. I mean, they both reacted awesome. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that was super helpful. Um, I remember hearing that you were in jail that you'd been to jail from your mom. And I remember hearing this story. My first reaction was like, you'd had, I, what I thought had happened is you'd been playing video games or something, maybe had a couple brews with some dudes and then got behind the wheel, got pulled over with your broken speedometer and got a DUI. And I was worried about that. Mm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I could not believe that. And then it was like, oh no, he, and then I heard the real story. And to me, it seemed, because we're getting to a part where I kind of am involved, but it seemed silly. I was I was expecting to razz you about it and give you some guff. Yeah. And it would be all be over. Yeah. Because you're the type of person, you like brag about speeding and you race people on the road. And I was excited to give you some yeah. serious shit about Your trying diligence. to be a badass. Yeah. yeah. And I was excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was really hype on it. <laughs> I I crushed that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't I didn't get I didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. Didn't seem appropriate. Yeah. So okay, get us yeah, get us to the who else didn't who else have we not covered who was gonna react? How did Sarah <laughs> react? How did you tell her? Your girlfriend, Sarah Wells. Uh, yeah, that was over the phone. Um, I think my one of my parents called her. Actually, I think it was my dad. Yeah. And he, I think he told her. So I did find out that she did know. Okay. And I tried calling her even when, and when I got out. She didn't answer again. Um, and that's because she was at an, uh, an event of some kind, a birthday party or something. Yeah. And uh, so she finally calls me and, you know, I talk about it. And I don't, I don't know what her initial response by herself was because I didn't actually, like, I didn't get to see her in person without her parents right away. Like, 
so I talked oh, to her on the phone. So the first time you okay, you talked to her on the phone. Yeah, so I talked to her on the phone, and I I obviously can tell in her voice that she's not happy, um, and that she's you know upset that this happened, and. Then she says that her parents, like, that we all need to talk. We all need to sit down and talk. Um, is that her parents' idea? Is that her idea? I think it's her parents' idea. All right. Yeah, I guess I don't know who I... Yeah, her parents are the one that brought the meeting um, together. Okay. <coughs> and so... Um, yes, I, I, don't, I can't remember how many days it had been, but it wasn't even this, the exact day... Um, like I didn't go right then and go meet with her parents. Right. Um, I like started figuring things out logistically. Like my dad found me a lawyer, um, and I met you know the lawyer, and we talked about that. And I mean the first thing I did though was sleep for like twelve hours. I was so tired. Yeah. Um, and do all that, and then so finally, I've started to you know the wheels are turning. I'm starting to dig myself out. Things are looking a little better, but last big hurdle besides going to court <laughs> right is i now i need to go talk to sarah and her parents and this is the biggest of all it's like things are working out you're you're yeah. taking care of this thing yeah but the thing. big thing is like how is the woman because you've been with her for like two years yeah, how, how is the you. you know girl that you love mm-hmm. and her parents who are a big part of her life yeah going to react to the fact that you got arrested, which and you know it's not good. Yeah, and I think we'd been lo- together for longer than two years. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It was serious, though. It was serious, and they had, we'd already had points in time where they had expressed concerns. What about you? Yeah, to Sarah. And I knew. Right. Um, And so I knew that I was already, like, not their favorite. They, you know... Yeah, you told me this. There were just points of contention. Yeah. There. Yeah. So now, you know, I, I messed up. And they have now a it's reason. Like, yeah. yeah, like, the, I, it's almost like I told you so is what I was expecting to hear. Um, but I, I didn't know what I was getting into. All right, really. so you show up at their place. Yeah, I ride my bike there because at the time, that's all I could do. Right. <laughs> I can't drive. Um, so I show up. On a bicycle and get in super quiet we go sit on the couch sarah does sit by me and i think i gave her a hug and we held hands um so i was really comforted at first like i was like it was nice to see sarah and then we get into it like immediately uh her dad basically just wanted me to go over what happened that was like the first thing yeah so i started going through and just you know telling him the story and i get done with telling him the story and then he's like okay and he pulls out um a piece of paper and it is the report my my arrest report and he's like, that's pretty accurate. He's like, there are some things that I think you left out. Okay. And so he goes through it. So now I'm like, I realize what's going on. I, I'm i no longer just, we're not just going to have this little chat. And we're not going to talk about what I learned. It felt like an attack immediately. Because now he's like trying 
I felt like he was trying to corner me in some way. And he's trying to prove you as not a good person. Yeah. Which I remember I mean, you already, telling me this, man. Yeah. And so I realized I realized a little bit that it was going to be worse than I thought it was going to be. That that, that, at moment, that moment. You got it, yeah. So I'm so he yeah, so then they start to bombard me and I don't know how much we want to get in. I guess this so just say whatever you want. I can edit anything out. Yeah. Want, so well, I mean, they. I had never. No one ever talked to me like this before. It was really hard. Um, but in the end, like the last things, they just you know basically kind of tore me apart character wise. Right. And in the end, they basically told me and Sarah. They're mainly talking to Sarah with me sitting there, mm-hmm. saying Sarah, he's going to be a bad husband and a bad father. And you need to break up with them now. While you're there. While I'm there. I'm yeah. sitting there. And and that's after like 10 minutes, you know. That's like, that was their final thing to say. And then yeah. they basically said, we have no more to say. And so, they like, I think Mr. and Mrs. Wilson just got up and left the room. And I knew i was about to cry like i've been holding it in oh yeah dude getting yelled at to the max yeah by people that have a major influence in your life and sarah was super quiet the whole time and so i i you know you're like what is she thinking right that's what i'm thinking and i just start i i think i made it to the door and then i start weeping um and sarah kind of follows me out i'm still just I'm just not sure how she feels still, but I can't stay to talk to her. Like I have to leave. You can't even stay in the. I was I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I I just you had to get out. Like, of there. I think she was. I think she was trying to maybe go out and talk to me, but I just left and I just walked out the door and got on my bike and I just took off. Yeah, and I didn't know where I was gonna ride to, and yeah, I just do this big loop around these country roads and I end up at your house, which, right. which I don't know if here are my parents' for the house. listeners. Yeah. We're I here. stay at yeah. the, your parents' house a lot. Right. So you, <laughs> I'm like living in the basement. Yeah. For the most part, you'd been kind of living with my parents and yeah. So you came here. Yeah. I came, I felt like, <laughs> I don't know if it felt like a safe place to go. I know I could have gone to my parents too, but, I knew my I knew no one was around. Yeah. And I think I knew I wanted to be in a house with people. Right. So I came in. I didn't even talk to anyone. Like I think you were upstairs and I think everyone was upstairs. I just walked in, walked downstairs and laid down and just kept crying. Yeah, cuz so I came downstairs and you are laying on the ground. I think I might have knew you were home. So yeah. I was going to like, I was ready to ready bust to chops, me. man. <laughs> yeah. So I come down and you have your arm over your eyes like this. And you're, you look exhausted. Yeah. And you, I've never seen you weep before. But I've never, and I've never seen, I don't think any of my friends as distraught as you were right then 
I could not because I was I don't know because to me it just didn't seem like that big a deal man it was just you being an idiot yeah and I was ready to call you out on being an idiot yeah to feel better about the idiotic behavior that I'd done in the past mm-hmm. and then it was like oh I can't do this right now because this guy is just emotionally drained and feels like complete did you know when I when you came down I mean because I couldn't tell I can't remember if I was trying to hide that I was crying no dude there was no hiding it okay you were because it wasn't like you were I came down you're like oh what's up man I wasn't crying yeah you were just defeated yeah yeah (laughs) it was yeah so I can't and I I know that uh I told you what happened I think yeah you told Um, me you did yes yeah I don't I don't remember everything I told you right then but I remember then you did, I don't know, you like said words of encouragement to me. I did my best, man. Yeah. I'm not good with crying people. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was, when you were talking, I was appreciating that you were talking. Yeah. But I was barely listening. I remember that. Like yeah. I was just happy, like I knew what you were doing. Right. And I was thankful for it. It was probably I, just nice to be around a dude that wasn't mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Well, okay, and the funny thing is, I want to bring up this. My parents like me, but they they love me, but they really, really like Travis, if that makes sense. Like, they love me. I'm their son and all, but Travis is a special person to them. They think so highly of you mm-hmm. and your character to kind of help the listeners understand who you are in the relationship you have with my parents who think super highly of you whenever if we're on if we were on vacation in high school or whatever you would like fix video games for my dad who's like a video game operator makes sense now and you would cut wood like my dad would make us cut wood in the back or like do just like chores and stuff and my brother and i were always like cutting corners just like didn't want to do it Travis would always, like, work until the cows came home. He would help us do the chores. So my parents love, they really, Travis is the best, but they love Johnny and I. If that makes sense. What I'm trying to say (laughs) is my parents really, really like you. Yeah. And they really appreciate your character, which had been defamed. Yeah. Previously. Yeah. By your girlfriend at the time yeah we uh yeah so after that point um sarah and i eventually we talked over the phone and i asked her what she thought about what her parents said yeah and she did tell me she disagreed okay with a lot so that was awesome i think that calmed me down a lot um i was still you know worried and but i thought so when she said that i was like okay great you know we're gonna be we're fine yeah that's what i was thinking like she disagrees um but obviously she's still she's still a person and she is entitled to her own opinion she still had concerns about the whole thing and she also respected her parents opinion right so even though she disagreed with them she still took some of it to heart right she was like hella tight with her folks right yeah yeah 
Very, and, yeah, it still is. Yeah. Um, maybe a little less then, but yeah. Um, cause that, that caught, that affected Sarah too a lot. Even I, I still think, I think that after that conversation happened, she became less tight with her parents. Right. Um, like it, if I don't know, it caught her by surprise too. Her, their parents, the parents reaction. Yeah. The way, yeah. yeah what, how it went down. So, and I still, yeah. So we, we start out, out kind of slow. Like I'm not seeing her super often because her parents basically want to know an answer from right. her. It's so funny because they look at you as like a badass dude, like a rebel. Yeah. And you're just not that dude. Yeah. And, oh, this is, this is a, um, so her dad, you know, wanted an answer from her. Have you broken up with them yet? Basically, like they're trying to, right. They're trying to like cement it, you know, they want it to happen because they're, they see this as an opportunity. Because they didn't like you for some reason. Yeah. And so the, you know, but, and, you know, so obviously I'm saying like, I guess negative things, but if I, this is the way it was at the time. Yeah. Yes. Putting now, just say this is, these are your, these are your in-laws. Yes. Now you're married to this girl. Yes. These are your in-laws now and things are great now. Yes. But at the time, this is the way it was. Yes. And And there's nothing to, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So her dad, um, she actually caught her dad like looking through her text messages with me. Yeah. Um, cause he was trying to figure out if she was still with me Yeah, cause she was kind of skirting the subject. Um, she wasn't right. talking to him about it. Um, but we took a break. She said, I want to go on a break. Yeah. And so I thought, shoot, I, this might be it. I was so, and she actually didn't even, this was kind of, she's not happy about how she handled the situation either. Right. I'm um, looking back because um she didn't even when she when we went on a break she posted something on facebook she didn't post it you know how you have a status where you can say you're in a relationship yeah or you're not she removed the inner relationship status and and which is so silly you know why oh you didn't have facebook at the time um i did Oh, you did? Okay. I so did it was in a relationship with Travis Kemp. Yeah, so she took it off, okay. which is... Uh, I I guess I say it's silly that that... Like, Alex Hall told me that. A friend he, of yours. Yeah, he said, sorry to hear that you guys broke up. Because she, he saw the Facebook thing. He saw the thing. Facebook yeah. thing. Okay. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he tells me. And that just the fact that she did that without telling me made me so mad. Right. I was like furious. Okay. And embarrassed and and also scared because I thought it worked. Her parents won, you know? Like You thought it was over. Yeah. yeah. Like they they tore us apart. Like weren't like I thought it was over. Mm-hmm. And I called Sarah and you know, she told me, Yeah, I think we need to go on a break. She apologized for changing the status oh so before me. she told you about the break she wanted to go on she yeah she'd already moved the facebook status yeah i think she was getting and i think the reason and she's 
she she really doesn't like she wish she would have handled this whole thing differently yeah, yeah, yeah um but i think the biggest reason in driving factor was and i didn't know this is she is not necessarily a show for her parents but she knew her parents were not going to stop until they saw that she was at least they saw some in, evidence that it was ending yeah evidence yeah. that it was either ending or that she was like I don't know, weighing the situation appropriately in their mind. Like, realizing... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think that's why we went on a break, honestly. Okay. Um, so, we go on a break. Um, and Alex felt so bad for that. Because he, he texted me that. And he he didn't... And then he realized, oh, shoot, Travis doesn't know any of this. And I spilt the beans. He, ha- he tried to hook us back up. Um him and Shelby invited me to go to Matt Anthony's. And then kind of last minute, he's like, oh yeah, and Sarah's going to be there too. And so all of a sudden, I'm on a break with Sarah and I go meet Alex and Shelby and Sarah's there. And they, I think Alex is literally, they felt so bad that he thought he was going to like put us back together. You yeah, he's I mean? trying to like fix yeah. the situation. Yeah. Was that <laughs> awkward? Oh yeah, I. Well, it was like. Did you talk the to next her? day? I ignored her the whole. Did you really? Meal. Oh, that's weird. Your wife now. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was not. I was. What do you do though? You have no idea what you're supposed I, to do in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I didn't ignore her like 100. percent Was she surprised that you were there too? No, I think when she found out, she was. She wanted to be at the meal. Oh, interesting. Like she, I don't know if she was involved with the planning of it, but yeah, that, that was interesting. Anyways, that was a side note, Alex. Well, how did you, okay, so then how did you put it back together? Yeah, like sum up how you put it back together. How did it work out with the parents? Because you are now married to Sarah, now married how did like this because man that was like that's the lowest point you could be because it seems like they reacted as if you'd like gone to vegas and had sex with a prostitute (laughs) do you know what i mean like the appropriate reaction now maybe that's too extreme yeah like you'd made out with uh a friend of yeah i cheated on sarah yeah, that I would say that would warrant the reaction you got. Yeah. So how did you come out of it? How did you get to the point where you could... You did ask Sarah's dad for her hand in marriage, right? Yeah, that was... Imp- yeah, how did you get there? That was important to me. Um, well, I mean, first, I figured out, you know, Sarah was still committed to me. Right. Um, and so we continued on that. And I think... It's just time. Like, they... Because you weren't allowed at their house. For a while, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't go over. Right. Um, which most of the time we were on a break for that, so it wasn't a big deal. But then Sarah moved to Grand Rapids, and we were still on a break when she moved, but I would still go up and visit her and, and um, a friend that lived up there. Mm-hmm. So I think um, they realized that I wasn't going away. Like, after right. it all... Settled, you know, the dust settled. I was still there, and I was still pursuing Sarah. 
okay, so they knew, like, <coughs> our daughter is a grown-ass woman who's gonna, you know, make her own decisions. Yeah. I think they finally realized that, and then um, when they did realize that, um, I think that they were, I don't know if they were scared. I think if I was in their shoes, I'd be a little worried at the, at like that we were going to shut them out, but they accepted it. And then they started, you know, accepting me and, right. and getting back to know me, like, you know, trying to get active in our relationship again. Because, right. Because it's her showing, it's her showing her parents. Like, I love you guys, but this is my man. Yeah. And like, if you're not cool with it, like then you're probably not going to see me as much as you like. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, they realized that. And so they did change. I, they never really apologized for any of it, but yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, maybe too much to ask. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but they moved on. I moved on. Uh, so yeah, I did ask for permission and how'd that go um did anything like, come up did he bring no, up any, no I, okay. well i did you did okay yeah that how i you know i i asked him to meet at a american table and i had the ring with me um and it, i remember talking to my dad I, my you know my dad gives great advice and he told me He's told me this a few times with Sarah. He's like, "You're not asking permission necessarily. You're you're informing them and letting them know. And you're and the blessing is what you want. You want a blessing, right? But you're not asking permission, right? You're saying it's happening. I'd like you to say the word blessing right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to be on board with this. Right. Otherwise, it'll be really. So that's what we did. Um, I went there. I told him. I know that we haven't seen eye to eye. Um, we've had our hard times, but I, st- I still want you guys to be involved, and I want your blessing for this marriage. So blah blah blah. Yeah. So they did. They gave it to me, and yeah. Come now here. it's now it's all chill though, right? You got a kid. Yeah. Got a kid. Yeah. Ezekiel. And it's just it's under the bridge. It's under the bridge. It's not tense at all. No, not that's not tense at all. No, there's okay. no there. Yeah, there, no, I mean there's no tension. Yeah. I, st- yeah, I still sometimes like. Sometimes I'm like, I really wish they would say sorry for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. I'm not going to bring it back up again. Yeah, like, man. You're just grateful gonna... that it's, like, cool now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, man. So, that's good. What did you... Okay. What is the lesson? What is to be learned from you... In, I mean, in this situation entirely. Obviously, don't lie to cops. Don't, And then also take the driver's test. <laughs> don't let your license get suspended. Don't impersonate another person in front of a cop. But other than the obvious, like, what would you say it taught you, even with the pain of going through getting, you know scolded and shamed in front you know what i mean in that setting i what did you what'd you learn man um one one thing that i i don't know kind of a small thing that i learned uh that i wanted to improve on is how i reacted to it 
I it just became me worrying. Like it was just all worry, 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 worry. Okay. And personally, you know, for me, I really looked back and realized I didn't like pray at all. And in that situation, and for me, I that confused me when I looked back. Like, why wasn't I praying at all? Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I don't know. I was kind of, and so I I've tried to get better in situations. I've never been in a situation like that again. But in situations, I do real. I try to remember that that's a good thing to go to. Do but, you find that you get more peace of mind when you pray? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Oh, for sure. That's in the... Okay. Yeah, finish what you're saying. I don't know what I'm saying. What are you saying? I was going to say, it's in the book that I quote all the time, how to stop worrying and start living. Just the fact that if you could recognize any religion, anything, any sort of higher power to be in control, it can greatly benefit your life and the way you deal with things that are outside of your control mm-hmm. like it's the like the serenity prayer yeah sort of thing yeah and uh, you know the, i'm sure that's you know part of you know how it makes you feel but it's yeah it's uh it definitely helps me um and i definitely did not you you know go to that at all when it happened you didn't no when it was happening but you were like super christian though i know but it, it just didn't occur to you or what no i and i don't know why but it, yeah it just i don't think when i was in maybe i did once but i don't think i did at all but i don't think i prayed at all when i was like in jail really yeah dude i'm not crazy krish but i believe in god and i believe in a higher power and i believe in christ and I, but I, you know, I mean, that makes me sound like a total Christian, but <laughs> I'm not super religious. I don't read my Bible every day, but when I encounter anything like that, my instinct is to pray, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me because you're way more religious than I am. Anything where I'm like, oh, I've lost control. I have no idea. I cannot. Anything that I can recognize yeah. is out of my control. Yeah. And I I definitely am, I definitely pray more, like, internally now than I did then. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I have. I mean, I have no idea why that, it was that way. But I, the only, fear was just, so it was just consuming me during that time. Okay. Minus the time I was talking to those dudes. But so the, you the think it could have been helpful? What's that? You think it would have been helpful? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally think it could have been helpful. I think it would have straightened out my thoughts a lot. Because, I mean, obviously the experience was going to be unenjoyable regardless. Right. It's but, not going to make it pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, worrying like that and thinking all these negative thoughts i mean it's it doesn't help it makes you think unclear <laughs> i don't know yeah i was thinking the worst outcome like like i said i thought that That's sarah what and i were is. gonna be yeah i thought she was gonna break up with me once i got out worry is just festering on the worst 
fears you have and the worst possible scenarios that could occur. Yeah. And then living in it, living in the worst scenarios. Yeah. The other, th- so that was one thing that yeah. I feel like I, I learned about myself that I, you know, I knew I needed to work on. Um, and then the other thing was, um, or another big one, I, when I would have heard someone was in jail previously or had been in trouble with the law or... Oh, you would judge. You know, I don't know that I... I don't... I can't recall all the time that I ever did judge someone for that. Yeah. Um, but I just... Now I'm really... I'm just really aware. It made me more aware of situations that are not necessarily out of people's control, but, like, people do stupid stuff. Yeah. They get themselves into places way worse than, you know, I got in. But that doesn't mean that they're, like, a shitty person. Yeah. It just means that they're human. They make mistakes. And they make mistakes. Right. And everyone does it. And theirs maybe looks worse on the surface, but, you know, they are, they're just like I am, basically. It's different, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, that, Yeah. Well, I feel like it'd also help you understand that, like, yeah, everyone makes mistakes, and you kind of see it from that perspective. Then you can also think, yeah, and they're also in a jail right now, which (laughs) I know for a fact is one of the worst places I have ever been. So you have a little more empathy toward the criminal, Mm -hmm. you know? Because it's like, oh, a person that made a mistake is in a really bad place right now yeah rather than like oh a criminal got what they deserve yeah you I, know i definitely when you hear like oh you only got two years prison for that like <laughs> two it's years like, a lot of freaking time right it's <laughs> a lot of uh yeah hanging out with buddies listening how to have sex with toilet paper and wash your butthole that's a good tip though yeah did you take any of it to heart the butthole tip yeah i will not he puts his fingers in his butt? He No, he just said... I think the problem is he had smelly inmates, he, he was saying. so. He oh, just, so he, he was, like, sure, giving tips. Yeah, he was, like, making sure that if we were ever one of his cellmates, we knew how to wash our buttholes. Oh. And he just washed the rim. That's what he's saying. Word. Yeah. So, yeah, and the... I, I don't... Yeah, I don't you, we don't can, have to talk about buttholes right now. Yeah. What was it? You wanted to finish your thought? <laughs> No, well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I've never done this before, but I feel like it needs to be said. Travis is about to mention Johnny. Johnny was Sarah's previous boyfriend. Johnny is also my brother, and he's done the podcast before, and he, I think if you listen to this podcast, listen to Johnny's episode if you haven't already heard it. I think it's a great uh, prequel to this story. But just for clarity's sake, Johnny is Sarah's previous boyfriend, and it's gonna get weird. Thanks for staying and listening to the podcast all the way up to this point, because you're in for a treat. All right, let's keep going. Where do you want to put this? But I just wanted to also say that I think, uh, because Johnny... Who's Johnny? Your brother. My brother, Johnny Bertop. Yeah. He's been on the podcast. Check his episode out. Yeah. He's referenced me and Sarah in his podcast heavily. This is true. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it was also because um, Johnny he's also like a obviously a really good guy yeah and he's alright yeah and your and Sarah's parents um, I think too they stacked me up against Johnny and they oh, saw Johnny oh I didn't Johnny think you were gonna the go victor. there whoa yeah say it again I interrupted you just say what I just said again yeah yeah so I I think when you know when I started dating Sarah at first they saw me as a better option than Johnny and so they were with it but then like they saw Johnny as like the best possible outcome for Sarah Sarah's old boyfriend was Johnny Berthoff my brother yeah and they think that they thought that okay Sarah's making a mistake going to Travis and they actually, I mean, early on, not, when I get arrested, I don't think it was no, it was no longer an option. But early on, they were trying to encourage Sarah, I think, to go back to Johnny. Right. So I think that, I mean, that, I don't know how that fits in this whole story, but. Yeah, just, you like stuck it in at the end. And if I knew you were down to talk about it, I would have brought it up earlier. But it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And that was the one thing, because we mentioned that they were kind of like, already against you when they berated you in the living room Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it was like this is our opportunity to oust our pal t-bone yeah and get maybe johnny burtoft in here yeah (laughs) depending on availability yeah yeah because you're johnny or mr burtoft's mr burtoft mr wilson sent johnny you probably oh, shit, dude. She sent Johnny a message. I can't message. believe you're talking about this right now. Why? All right, keep going. He sent... What? Have you been holding stuff back through the podcast? Maybe. Keep going. I don't even think I know this. Sent Johnny a picture of him and Sarah and like wrote a message, remember the good old days. Jeez. While you're dating her. While I'm dating Sarah. Oh, man. Did Johnny say anything? He told me. Did he say anything that... No, he didn't reply. This is Sarah. Sarah's dad sending my brother, Sarah's ex-boyfriend, a picture of him and his daughter and then saying, remember the good old days while she's dating... Travis, right here in the room. (laughs) Because what was Johnny supposed to do with that? I have no idea. Be like, yeah, dude, I do remember now. (laughs) Let's let's get this thing going again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But he told me that, and I was just, I was so confused. (laughs) I couldn't believe he sent that. Jeez. Did you know that? I think maybe I was told. We should have put, dude. I've, I, I'm telling you, I did not think about this at all. Really? So there, I feel like it could have been way better if I would have, if we had talked about it. Yeah. Oh well. Still a great detail. Imagine, put yourself in this situation. Put yourself. Well, yeah, we started to. I think we should have started earlier on. Like I started day of the event. It was I, still and, good. It okay. was still perfect. Are okay. we still podcasting right now? Huh? Are we, are we, I feel like we're doing a post-mortem on the podcast. 
while we're doing the podcast uh, what I, we could have done better yeah <laughs> it's still good all i'm gonna say is imagine you're a girl listening to the podcast your dad messages your ex-boyfriend with a picture of you and your ex-boyfriend saying look at the good old days remember those good old days yeah weird yeah that was weird especially if you're yeah it's a weird sitch but hey you got a kid you got a wife everything's fine yeah got a job got a job you got good friends like me to talk to you when you're weeping on these are all true my parents carpet oh man I was insane. I never seen you weep like that before. That was that. Yeah, I never I, seen anyone weep like that before, man. I'm trying to think too. I still think it is, and I think it. The biggest reason is because I knew no one was home at my parents, but this was kind of home too. Right like at the time, this was home. So I, I always, when I think about the story, one thing that I do find interesting about that my story is that I didn't ride to my house after I had just been crushed. Well, yeah, you wanted to be with people that you could talk to. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. But. All right. Well, this podcast was good. Good. Slightly out of order, but good. You doing any, like, comedy shows? You doing any poem readings? Any art gallery stuff coming up? I, yes, actually. I will be in Janesville, Wisconsin, um, doing a commissioning. If you want to hit that up, that'd be good. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to be there. Okay. I love Janesville. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where the hell that is. I don't know what a commissioning is. I'll be there. Come out. All right. We're done. Thanks a lot, Travis. You're welcome, Joey. All right. Bye.